0: What's, What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Here, before we get into it, just want to tell you how you can support the show real quick. Just uh, probably the best way, guys. If you go, this this is a great way to support the show and support your health at the same time. Okay, so we we're partnered with Truth TRS, Truth TRS, uh, TRS spray. It's called a uh, toxin removal support. Um, it's like a tasteless, odorless spray that you spray in your mouth, five little sprays a day, and it eliminates all the heavy metal. Heavy metals and other environmental toxins out of your body. It's a great product. You know, there's all of these testimonials of folks that have used it to like help uh, vaccine injured children. Um, I've used it, and just the brain fog is just like uh, lifted. I didn't even know I had like a, an issue with that, but yeah, like yeah. it's just like you're just I'm just so much sharper, clearer. Mm-hmm. You guys have heard me talk about it a lot. It's just an amazing product. I can't say enough. But everybody that 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 gets it and reaches back out to us, is like, oh my god, I love it. Like, how do mm-hmm. I get more? Mm-hmm. Uh, had someone uh, reach out today and just said, "Yeah, I got a friend uh, on it," and I'm just like, "Oh my god, thank you so much! Like it's so cool, so cool, man! Like it's just a really good product and a really great way to support this show." So if you go to really? truthtrs.com, you can learn all more about that. They also have a T- CBD spray and they also have an advanced fulvic spray. So if you use the combination of all those, just a you know really really good health regimen. So truthtrs.com and also follow them on Instagram at truthtrs. They're posting all kinds of memes, testimonials. They're just good people and uh, can't say enough good things about them. So truthTRS.com. All right. Also, can't do the show without our buddy Cody. Cody. All right. C-O-D-Y-S underscore crystals on Instagram. He's got his little gem crystal shop where they're selling all kinds of great stuff. Like he... (laughs) Can't say enough of it. Like, I was watching one of his live streams earlier uh, in the week, and he was making – he was showing off these little snail shells that they got going on. He's got some was, really like, cool some stuff. Really cool stuff. Like, so, you guys, go give him a follow on Instagram at Cody's, C-O-D-Y-S, underscore crystals on Instagram. Um, tell him truezilla sent you, and uh, check out check out his live stream, see what he's got going on. He's the man, and uh, couldn't do the, do, do the show without him. So, shout out to Cody. Also, uh can't do the show without our buddy, Audis. I was just Audis. about to say, Audis. Yes. Audis. Hi, Audis. Audis. Over at Modern Retro Radio, you guys. ModernRetroRadio.com, ModernRetroFM.com, and also on the TuneIn app, okay? It's, it's a 24-hour radio station, man, and he's got all kinds of specials. I know, like... Ron placone has been on there hosting radio specials. We did a radio special, yeah. and yes, I know we we, we we owe you another one on these here soon. Um, it's so fun it's though; fun. I love yeah. doing yeah, that. It's we fun, had so much fun doing though, yeah. the DJ thing, like doing the, the radio DJ thing. But basically, but we new do force Scott and to sit here and
1: listen yes. to the, all the songs. Yeah, all totally. The way
0: through yeah, that we, that we did. Choose. Yep, yep, exactly. <laughs> so you guys, we uh, made him.
1: We did. No, it was a great. way No,
0: I know we're teasing. It was a great way to do you, it. Like Adise just asked for like us to intro, outro those things, but we sat here and listened to the songs too to really get in the spirit. So you know, I think we
1: were snacking too. We probably We're had dude. It, it. it was great. Important it was things. It's mm-hmm.
0: fun. So you guys, modernretroradio.com. Um, it's like classic, or no, modern songs by classic artists and then all kinds of stuff in between. You know what I mean? So it's a great, great uh, way to go about your work day. If you're driving around, check out modernretroradio.com. Okay. Also, let's see if you guys just want to go get yourself a Trusilla shirt. Um, we got all kinds. Okay. I'm telling you right now, we got all kinds of innovative stuff coming. Okay.
1: Can I say that part?
0: Yeah, yeah, okay, so it's, okay. it's not quite there yet. but It's this not is, quite there. Yeah. But so
1: we do have, we still do have truezilla.com forward slash shirts. Yes, correct. Go find our shirts and our hoodies. We have really, really awesome shirts over there. The uh, Fauci Soft is hoodies. a murderer. How does that go, Scott? Fauci, Fauci gave, us gave us all, all aids. AIDS. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, we are actually looking at maybe maybe moving uh, our screen printing for our t shirts to uh, a local company where we can have maybe some t shirts we can, something like hemp,
2: embroidered some, stuff.
1: And bro- so let me tell you about Maribel Embroidery and County, she's who I've had do the hats for the show. Yeah, these hats right here. The um, they're the fantastic. Dark. She, I just picked this up today. I don't Not know badass. if anyone, show, can the, back. show yeah, the back, show the back.
0: Look at that, dude. Yeah. It's like, that's official. Um,
1: but nice. she does fantastic work. And we're actually uh, in the process of setting up uh, a system with her where you guys, I know you've contacted us quite a lot looking for hats, looking for things like that. Um, so we're going to ha- streamline it here in the next and couple of And I will say weeks.
2: as far as hats, as, as a bald man that doesn't really like sports that much. Yeah, me too. There are not a lot of hats <laughs> that I'm like drawn to, but I love our hats.
1: They're great hats. Yeah. Um, so we're going to set that all up so you guys can go uh, directly uh, through that and uh, get your embroidered items and then hopefully soon we'll get you some uh t-shirts that will be we really want to support local businesses yeah totally with that. but
0: but for the time being you guys if you want to get a first edition true Zillow t-shirt you can still get them on the t-shirt t- shop t- right go now. right now <laughs> that, that'll be worth something someday i guarantee like a first edition true Zillow t-shirt like it'll be like oh my god you got that back at the... oh wow and in then in the original back era back in so, year one yeah, no, yeah, year, back, two. Like, year two we're year two we're year two i was talking to somebody the other day i was like i was like uh how long have you been doing it like 18 months i'm like no not even 18 months like gosh like Almost 18 months, like 16 months, like that's crazy. Since all like, of the world shifted, have, it
1: seems like it was since the beginning man, of time. What
0: a journey, what a journey. What a journey. I'm so, calling it 18 months. Yeah, 18 months. So, And also, you guys, we also have a little value for value portal. If you go to chooseillow.org forward slash donate, if you want to just kick like a quick little cash app, PayPal donation, you know, we uh, just set up a reoccurring thing on buymeacoffee.com or we got Patreon. Gosh, I... I I feel like we just need to consolidate all this into like one spot. How you sport here's how you support the show right here, push this button. But anyway, whatever. I like or Rockfin. Or, rock options or are I good. was just gonna say rock like, fin, yeah, rockfin.com like forward slash truth you guys. If you're if you're watching the show anywhere but rockfin, you're doing yourself a disservice.
2: Certainly.
0: Um, you know, we you know, we love and support Odyssey. You know, I don't have a whole lot of love for Rumble, but... Uh, you float know,
2: dot app. We float, don't have... We do have, Okay, we
0: so, so float if float you're either app. watching this on yeah, float float. Dot app or Rockfin or Odyssey, you're okay. But if you're watching this anywhere else, shame on you, okay? <laughs> we don't
1: shame you for watching but YouTube you, because this you, is maybe man. how you found us to begin well, with. They're, and they're not going to see this
0: on YouTube.
1: Oh, they won't see this. <laughs> they won't <laughs> see this on true. YouTube. That's
0: but true. If you're new to this channel from the YouTube link, welcome. That would be badass, but anyway. You guys, so, yeah, uh, rockfin.com forward slash truzello, That's where we do our premium Clown Town updates every week. If you didn't know, now you know. And uh, we
2: just have all kinds of that fun. That was a good Clown Town That last was a week good too. one We did last a free week. one. If you want to see what it's all about, yeah. watch last week.
0: Yeah, and, and usually the premium one's like was stuff that we couldn't normally say on, on regular 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 episodes. So there you go. So...
1: Um, I also wanted yes. to call out and uh, say uh, thanks and encourage people to um, support a local, another local business here in Lane County. It's Darkstar Repairs. Elliot's the owner over there, and he is fantastic. My cell phone, literally on the charger, completely died, and I was hours and hours and hours with Verizon on the phone, and then down at the Verizon shop, and told to come back in three days for an appointment. And I had no phone, no accounts, nothing. Sounds And nice. uh, <laughs> it was nice for a minute, except for I was a little panicked. That, um, Nobody could reach me. I didn't have anyone's phone numbers. But I was able to contact this gentleman, and he actually came to my house. Um, Extremely reasonable rates. He's super professional, very, very kind, and worked very, very well. And uh, and I just want to – I found out today, actually, that um, he does international – phone repairs. And he's also a no fix, no pay. So if you ship mm. him your phone and he's not able to fix it, then you don't pay. Um, but he was absolutely phenomenal. And I, could, I, was, when I was really in a tight bind, um, he was there to help. So I just wanted to give him props for that. We really, really appreciated that.
0: Awesome. Great. What was it? Dark star, dark star repairs. repairs. All right, yes. cool. Awesome. All right. All right, guys, enjoy the show.
1: Welcome to Truthzilla. I am Megan sitting here with Scott and Ed. Hello. Yo. Our guest tonight is Alec Zek, Executive Director and Founder of Health Freedom for Humanity. Dublin is one of the hosts of the amazing Health Freedom for Humanity podcast and co-host of the podcast, The Way Forward. Alec is heavily censored writer, speaker, and holistic health coach who has found himself on the front lines of the battle for medical freedom. Alec, welcome to the show.
3: Thank you for having me. It's good to be here.
1: Good to see you. Thanks yeah. for joining us.
2: This is really an honor to have you on, Alec. I, I know, uh, honestly, to be to be completely honest, I haven't been following your work for that long. But uh, my baby's mama turned me on to Health Freedom for Humanity and and the way forward and whatnot. And I've just, especially in the last you know year, I feel like uh, it's so easy to to go to kind of down a dark path with. Um, everything going on, but but you guys are so positive and always looking at, and there's been a major shift in, in us too, which I think you guys are partly responsible for, is just, um, is kind of looking at the opportunity of kind of building the new world, right, is yeah. I, I think is I think uh, what we've really tried to, to shift and be all about, but um, I guess um, before we kind of get all into that, um, maybe could you tell us a little bit about yourself and like how you ended up in this you know, I know your mom's story is pretty crazy and it's just maybe a little bit of your, your introduction into this world.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So um, thank you for having me again. Uh, it's, it's an honor to, to be able to share my story anywhere that I can and uh, spread, spread our movement, Health Freedom for Humanity, anywhere that we can. So thank you. Um, so like most people who are in the space of questioning COVID and questioning allopathic medicine at large. I was thrust into this space because of an experience, Um, actually because of multiple experiences. There seems to be this idea that people who are in this space just woke up one day and decided that they wanted to speak on something extremely controversial, lose all their friends and family, um, have, you know, the majority of society think of them as crazy conspiracy theorists, limit job opportunities, what have you. But the reality is people were thrust into the space predominantly Uh, because of experiences. And that is the same for me. Um, I I was raised in a home that uh, my father was sort of repeating patterns of generational abuse. So I was abused quite a bit when I was younger by my dad. And my mom was also abused by my dad. And because uh, my mom was very codependent and focused on fixing my dad rather than uh, ensuring that she was okay or dealing with her own trauma or what have you. Um, or ensuring that we were okay as kids. There was a lot of neglect for me as well when I was younger. And around eighth grade, um my dad went to rehab. And when my dad went to rehab, my mom went to go see a psychiatrist just because of the uh, you know, symptoms of depression and anxiety and bipolar that she was experiencing because of the trauma. And at the time we we kind of knew that a little bit, but we just thought, okay, regardless, you're having these, these symptoms, these labels, you need to go see an expert, right, an expert that practices so called evidence based medicine. And this psychiatrist uh, prescribed my mom, or after meeting with my mom for only 15 minutes, uh, did not discuss trauma healing, meditation, any modalities for healing trauma, did not discuss nutrition, mindfulness, lifestyle, anything like that. It was simply a 15 minute conversation. And then she was prescribed multiple benzodiazepines and SSRIs. And over the course of the next 10 or so years, my mom's health continued to spiral out of control. And what was so, I guess, uh, nefarious or subversively nefarious about it is like the mentality behind it, because anytime she had her up moments, we thought, oh, my God, the drugs are working and then in her down moments and there was a lot of down moments it was this constant like up down up down up down for 10 years really um in the down moments she would be hallucinating uh thinking that i was her dad and she was her 13 year old self again uh you know never not leaving her room for multiple weeks at a time um sitting in front of the mirror picking her face perpetually not eating not sleeping in and out of psych hospitals multiple suicide attempts finally got to a point when in 2016, we had tried so many things and my siblings and I had sort of, uh, come to the conclusion that my mom was always going to be this way. So we're looking actually at putting in her, putting her into a long-term facility. And I was a senior at West Point at this time, United States military Academy about to commission as an officer in the army. And, uh, we thought you know she was going to be this way forever so she needed to be in a long-term facility because we couldn't get too close with her because she had multiple suicide attempts and she was just so um psychotic for lack of better terms in a state of psychosis uh for the most part that we just couldn't get too close to her because it was too painful right because we all in those up moments we we're like oh my god she's back and then a month later she would be two months straight of just severe psychosis so um, or we thought she was going to succeed in a suicide attempt. So we had already written off any chance that we would have our mom back again. And at this point I hadn't done any trauma healing for what I experienced with my dad. I was always outsourcing. Um, you know, I was Alec, the West Point cadet, Alec, the athlete. I, I was afforded the opportunity to play uh, sport professionally while I was in the army. And that was what I did for the majority of my time when I was an officer. But, um, anyway, in 2016, my mom, uh, by chance, a therapist that she was seeing happened to be reading a book called A Mind of Your Own by Dr. Kelly Brogan. And this, uh, this therapist said, you know, Ali, I, I am reading this book and this approach to psychiatry and to sort of your mental state is really different, but it's, it could be helpful for you. I mean, you've tried other things. I recommend you make an appointment with her. So just so happened to be that I was graduating from West Point, which was in New York and Kelly Brogan had a practice in New York at the time. So it just lined up perfectly. So same weekend of my West Point graduation, my mom went to go see Dr. Kelly Brogan. And remember Dr. Kelly Brogan at the time, and especially now, if you had Googled her, it would come up as she is a pseudoscientific quack that spreads misinformation. I mean, she's on the disinformation dozen now, right? Yes. And uh, in a matter of four to six months after adopting Kelly's method to health, which was Not identifying with any of these labels, staying off psychotropic medications, uh, focusing on nutrition, mindfulness, healing your trauma um, after after four to six months. And again, all the trauma started surfacing because she hadn't dealt with the emotions prior to this. But but nonetheless, she began healing for the first time in, in nearly 10 years. And that put me into a tremendous state of cognitive dissonance because I thought she was under the care of these experts. How could they have been so misled this whole time? Um, And then my wife, who I had just married at that time, nine years prior was diagnosed with lupus and rheumatoid arthritis, was under the care of multiple rheumatologists. Remember these experts on the autoimmune side of things. So I see my mom with more of the mental aspect and now my wife with the physical aspect. And after seeing my mom begin to heal, we decided, let's go ahead and try the same method with you. So we started tapering my wife off all of her, uh, autoimmune medications for lupus and rheumatoid arthritis and started her on this, uh, pseudoscientific, quackery holistic approach to health. And my wife began healing all of her autoimmune symptoms and, uh, had blood work to show after roughly four months that uh despite being on no autoimmune medications that these experts said that she'd have to be on for the rest of her life, she had uh, normal blood work for the first time in over 10 years. So these two experiences thrusted me into this space because I uh, never questioned uh, medical experts. I never even cared about this stuff, right And then those two experiences gave me a lot of cognitive dissonance. I majored in systems engineering at West Point so I was, already very well-versed in reading uh, scientific studies. I began obsessively researching around that time and haven't looked back. And then when COVID hit, we had narcissistic abuse being inflicted upon the entire population, manipulation, gaslighting. I'd already experienced that on a microcosmic level with my dad. We had uh, allopathic medicine in the pharmaceutical industry. They were the ones using their bedfellows in government and in other industries to inflict that harm and manipulating, gaslight everyone. I had already experienced the harmful effects of allopathic medicine and seen it directly with my own two eyes. And then we have uh, natural slash alternative approaches to health that are being demonized and being labeled as a scapegoat. And I had already understood that that was the case over my five years, or I guess at the time, four years of deep research and understood the power of natural health. So when COVID hit, I already had a fairly good understanding of everything that was happening. And it finally came around May or June of 2020 that I decided I can no longer be silent. And it's actually funny. I found a video the other day for the first time. Um, I forgot that I had recorded it. My wife and I were looking back at old videos of our son. Uh, and I found this video of me on February 29th, 2020, where I say, and this this is before it really was like widespread in the yeah. mainstream news here. It was just starting. And I said, this will no doubt be used to implement mandatory vaccinations yes. for all people. I said that February 29th, 2020. I just rediscovered it today. So I already knew, but I didn't start speaking until May. I was in the army. I was pretty uh, worried about speaking out, but then I felt so convicted at some point that I was like, I've, I've got to speak. So I began speaking, people began resonating and here I am. So that's how I got involved with this.
2: That's great. I, before, there's so many things I want to talk to you about in that. But before we get past it, I want to ask, um, when your wife healed herself and she went back to this medical system that was giving her all these drugs to deal with everything, what did they say when, when she came back and she had healed herself alternatively?
3: Honestly, uh no surprise now but at the, at the time i was very like what um when we went to the doctor and she had her esr which is the inflammation levels in your blood tested and it came back normal for the first time in 10 years this rheumatologist was like what are you doing differently and he was like are, are you on a new medication something and she was like no i'm actually off all of my medications he was like Well, oh, why why are you doing that and he, she was like well my blood work like i don't i don't need to be i'm better like i'm way better it's like so what did you do well i i started focusing on food as a source of of, of medicine as, as nutrition really focusing on that and being more mindful and really exercising a lot more and we already exercised quite a bit before that but just like the food piece was huge for us sure. initially and the doctor was just like okay see ya <laughs> <It> wasn't <laughs> like oh my god we need to study you more like mm-hmm. are there more people that do this it was just like oh okay cool
2: yeah. We had a guest on the, um his wife uh, they cured her cancer naturally and uh the the doctors just basically told him if you're not going to to do our they follow still our wanted protocol, her they
0: still wanted her to do chemo to this they day. They still wanted her yeah, to do yeah.
2: chemo yeah, that, after like yeah. they'd proven that like she had no cancer left in her body and uh they basically told her don't come back unless you're going to do wow. chemo. Yeah.
1: Well, I can resonate a lot with the healing that can happen when we give up the things that aren't good for us. Um I had somewhat similar. I think a lot of us have stories where we came from really horrific abuse. Um, and likewise, I had a father that was, um, extremely, extremely violent and a mother that was very codependent and, uh, she never really recovered from the trauma of her, of her childhood or what happened with my father across 12 years. And about seven years ago, she took her life. Um, and it was during that time. Thank you. Um, but it was during that time that I had also never addressed or even considered childhood traumas. Um, or the healing of those and how that impacts our life going forward when we think about what did our parents go through? What did we experience in utero? What did we experience from very young? And all of this programming and all of this physical touch or the lack of or the kind of physical touch, it's a lot. Um, But similarly, after my mother took her life, I began to see a psychiatrist. Um, She actually took her life at my house, so it was um, not something I was dealing with. And at that point, I had been you know, not someone that ever really took medication. I don't have, you know, a regular family doctor. My kids were not in regular, you know, care with a physician at all, but I felt that I needed some help. And, uh, after speaking with this guy for about an hour, my first appointment, he prescribed me all kinds of things, Adderall and Xanax and antipsychotics, three different antidepressants. And at the end of the first year, I was on 7,000 pills a year
2: exactly 7000
1: wow. pills a year. And that lasted for 2 years. I lost 70 pounds the first year. Same, my kids couldn't wake me up when I finally did sleep after 5 or 6 days and they just kept prescribing and I thought I was getting better oh because God. I wasn't crying about her. I wasn't uh I wasn't feeling the things. And all at once one day I realized I wasn't feeling anything. Mm. You know, I wasn't well. And, uh, I just cold turkey overnight. That was it. I never oh, took anymore. You
3: cold turkey. Cold turkey. <laughs> I
1: was very sick for about three months. Yes. Oh,
3: wow. Um,
1: but I just, I couldn't do it. That's and actually, actually
3: like what my mom finally, before going to Kelly kind of realized maybe it was the drugs causing this. And we all thought she was crazy for thinking it was the drugs. We were like, Oh, it's mm. no, it's you. Which and we were gaslighting her and we didn't know. Right. But right. she knew intuitively that it was the drugs. And she didn't know how to come off them. Doctors weren't going to help her come off them. And they don't even know how half the time. So she cold turkey as well. And it really, that was some of the worst episodes that I've ever seen of her was when she cold turkey actually.
1: Um, I didn't experience quite the same types of things like the hallucinating things, but I did, um, I obviously, I wasn't functioning well, I guess you, you wouldn't on that kind of uh, medication. So my kids kind of had an absent mom, even though I was in the house for about two years, I might've been up 24 seven for days on end, but I wasn't really present. And I was literally in a fog and I remember after coming off coming down from all of these pills and all this garbage in my system, I lost a lot of my eyesight. Everything was just like, I was looking through like a napkin, like just really hazy and filtered. And I knew, I knew this is, I could tell like in my, my instincts, like this is antidepressant. This is this, this is that. Cause I remember how I felt when I first started taking it and how it took me out of what was normal a little at a time until nothing that was about me was me or mine anymore and i started getting exactly as it progressed you know they were saying oh i had bipolar this or maybe it was you know clinical depression maybe it was this but after i changed that that was the first step and then diet and like you say and kind of getting involved um in connecting spiritually i think was a huge huge thing um all of these pieces there's not one single avenue but it's it's multifaceted Mm -hmm. but it gave me my life back and now i see when i look back they didn't have the tools to help me and maybe that's all that these kinds of doctors knew, but how yeah. many of us are improperly medicated when what we needed was to someone to talk to us about what we were feeling. When We needed someone to sit with us through our traumas or even point out, Hey, you know what, what you've experienced as a kid, not everybody experiences this, and this is how it shapes you. And this is how we overcome these things. So yeah. um,
3: even like validating, wow, you went through a lot of shit when you were younger, like yeah, something right. as yeah. simple as that. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And i
2: would say it's been healing for maybe all of us and just you as well i think walking in your truth bringing your voice out i mean mm-hmm. for us i mean we started this podcast in june of uh 2020 as well and you know it was the same thing it's like we just need to put our voices out there at some point we couldn't hold it in any longer but um i guess my next question for you alec would be um just you know the whole of allopathic medicine and i think you're you, what do you think of allopathic medicine just as a whole? Because you kind of just sum that up.
3: <laughs> oh, man. Um. <laughs> Can I go next? Can I go next? <laughs> so for acute and emergency situations, I think allopathic medicine is amazing. Um, and I would even go out on a limb to say that there may be some evidence in some specific situations that acute usage of psych drugs makes mm-hmm. sense sometimes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but predominantly aside from acute and emergency care and allopathic medicine i think allopathic medicine is for lack of a better term garbage Complete garbage, garbage. and, and uh, i think doctors are not i don't think there's some conspiracy where all doctors are in on it i think that's the ridiculous thing to to believe um or to pose but um but i, I think that they're just severely misled by, uh, you know, the Rockefeller education system, 100%. Rockefeller medical education system and the yes. pharmaceutical education system, because that's all they really learn. So I think allopathic medicine, for the most part, aside from acute, acute and emergency care, is complete garbage. Yeah,
2: it's just I want to give kind of a shout out that one of our uh, listeners is a good friend of the show. Craig is right now in the hospital Craig. fighting COVID. I'll oh, put that in man. quotation marks but um he's i think he's uh, about done and gonna be getting out of there soon but you know i mean he he told me today when we were when we were talking he said you know i don't think like all these people are evil in this hospital i just think they're misled and i mean that's yeah. the thing is they're just all misled yeah. it's like and and there he said there was a varying degree. some people kind of got it and some people some people have just bought drank the kool-aid but um okay. but it is interesting you know um so I guess with the whole of allopathic medicine, that kind of leads me to a question of, you know, as we've gone on with COVID, you know, one of the things that a lot of people in our movement have, have put forth is that there's all these treatments that have been suppressed so that we could get to this vaccine mandate. And that's your hydroxychloroquine, your your ivermextin or horse paste, as they call it, you know, um, or your budesonide. Um, and what, what do you think of that? I know we had a guest on early on that just we were shouting this to the rooftops and he kind of just put us in our place and said, you know what? It's all garbage, right? Like we should we should like don't tell them to go this direction when it, like it's just yeah. it's all shit, right? Like what do you think about that?
3: Oh, uh, man, uh, I'm laughing because I tend to agree with whoever said that. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, there's so much nuance to this, man. Mm-hmm. And there's so much that goes into, you know, the placebo effect or nocebo effect or like, you know, the, the fact that uh, ivermectin is a zinc ionophore. So it helps your body actually absorb zinc correctly. And like, if you think about loss of taste and smell, um, that's a common thing with zinc deficiency, um, also common symptom with radiation poisoning. But, mm-hmm. but, but the point is, I personally would not ever take ivermectin. Or hydroxychloroquine if i had symptoms of disease i don't even like giving a label to anything i just call it all detoxification symptoms uh, of your body and that present themselves in various ways i would do things to aid in that process i would take and maybe if it was an extreme scenario i would take intravenous vitamin c and zinc Um, i would do ozone therapy i personally would not subscribe to ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine but i will say that it's very clear, despite me saying that, that they are suppressing those things, Mm. that there is a push to essentially only have one glorified, heavily touted thing. And then all other things are heavily scrutinized uh, to a degree that this thing is not scrutinized, right? And are dismissed. And it was all because in order to have uh, an EUA uh provided for these shots you could not have any other available effective treatments of it so that's that's clearly why ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine were so heavily slandered in the media and in government yeah, yeah
2: absolutely they just got legalized in nebraska for doctors to prescribe them i just heard like just within the last week interesting anyways and i I want to be clear I... on this
3: too i I I've, I've heard many people have massive success stories with Certainly. using ivermectin hydroxychloroquine but i just think of for example hydroxychloroquine that is one of the drugs my wife got off of mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what she was on with her autoimmune yeah. conditions and she got off of that via natural means so mm-hmm. interesting well
2: i know i know i just ordered some blister packs from from india with the <laughs> ivermectin and doxycycline and zinc which not for me but just for i have like older relatives that have taken the vaccine and that i think you know um i think it'd be it could save their lives down the line right like i think um you know hopefully if they reach that point because personally like i had the the, the COVID or whatever whatever mm. i buy weapon yeah whatever it is <laughs> i i experienced it and you know i mean i it wasn't too bad for me you know um it was three days were really bad. And then, and then I started recovering. Um, I took a, a ton of vitamins. Thank you, Megan. You're welcome. Who, who did a nice delivery yeah, lots and lots of zinc and vitamin C <laughs> and vitamin D yep. The stuff that we know is, um, is effective. But, um, but I think those are good to have on hand for those people that aren't going to do that. Right. And aren't going to try to make those changes. And you know, if I give them seven different kinds of vitamins, it'll probably be much, much more easier for them to take a little pack of vitamins. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but so, so, uh, but I do, I struggle, you know, I know personally, I, and I think you might relate to this is just, I am a huge Tom Cowan fan. Mm. Like uh, every, we had him on the show and it actually, he came on the, the show when I was sick. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I didn't get to be he on the show. Right? He
0: booked the interview and then he yeah. wasn't able to be there. Oh, but, man. Man. Yeah, yeah. but um, I, I do
2: wonder sometimes like, um, I, cause everything he says makes more sense than what I hear from most most everyone else. And we've, we've had several doctors on the show yep. and it seems like there are um, so many ways that they agree and are on the same page, but there are little pieces where they, their information doesn't, doesn't work together. You know, All and I,
3: this, I am, I am in full agreement. Um, I know Dr. Cowan very well and I talk mm-hmm. with him regularly. I'm yeah. in full agreement, agreement with Dr. Cowan, Dr. Kaufman and Stefan Lonka. Yes. and I talk with yes. them and their team regularly on this topic. and. Of all things that I consider myself knowledgeable on, I think I'm the most knowledgeable on this topic. So if you want to go into that, we absolutely do it. I would absolutely
2: love to. Awesome. So, yeah, I mean, I, I guess, so what I find personally, what I find is that sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm a. Regular listener to the high wire. I love Del Bigtree and I, lo- I love the medical freedom movement. That's kind of what brought me into here. Like me and Megan, we both have vaccine injured children and that's, we entered this, this before COVID, you know, years ago yeah. and kind of, um, so when, when COVID hit, we, like you, we kind of saw that this, this was the way to get that vaccine, right? Mm-hmm. Like it was, yeah. it was pretty clear, but sometimes I wonder when, when I, like, I can argue this in, in the realm of the, the you know, the vaccine caused the variant, And, and, and I can, I can, I can tell you all those arguments, but then I listen to like, uh, like Tom Cowan and I'm like, but is all that just bullshit is all that just bullshit. And I, am like, I think it's good to question ourselves. you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not a doctor. I have talked to a lot of doctors, but I, I'm, I'd be very excited to hear your take on this and what, what you think that they would say to that.
3: All right. So all you have to do is ask any virologist, molecular biologist, microbiologist, epidemiologist, immunologist, ask them for one single paper, just one in which a virus was isolated, purified, characterized and sequenced directly. And that's emphasis on directly from the fluids or tissue of a person you said was sick with a viral illness. And they cannot provide you one single paper in which this was done. And what we're asking for when we say, can you provide me one single paper in which a virus was isolated, purified, characterized and sequenced directly from the fluids or tissue of a sick person, is we're asking for foundational evidence that shows that a virus is present inside the fluids of a person who is sick. That's what we're asking for. And they cannot provide that paper. And then the response to that is, what do you mean there are thousands of papers, even for COVID, uh, where SARS-CoV-2 has been isolated and they're missing the point completely. Because if you, yes, the title of the paper reads isolation of insert virus. If you read the methodology of that paper, you will find uh, in general that it goes like this with, with some varying degrees of ingredients added. Actually, let me use an analogy that Dr. Cowan uses so unbelievably well. And there's one stipulation to it, though. Um, I've been saying this in a lot of speeches lately. If you were to prove uh, or or to, to hypothesize that a ping pong ball could break down a brick wall, but you were to start the experiment by smashing the brick wall several times with a giant mallet, And then you taped the ping pong ball to a giant boulder and (laughs) threw it at the brick wall and the brick wall fell down. Have you proven that the ping pong ball uh, broke down that brick wall or have you validated your hypothesis in any way? I would argue Um, absolutely not. (laughs) Right. Right, right. No, you have not shown that the ping pong ball caused the destruction of that brick wall. So how does this relate to virology? So in every single virus isolation paper, every single one without exception, they take unfiltered snot or sometimes they'll centrifuge it where they're separating the fluids from the fibers. And then, and then they say inside the fluids is a virus of known size so that there's nothing left in the fluids except for the virus. But it's funny because they've never established at the foundational level that there is a virus and they've never seen it in nature. But that's their that's their thinking. They take that those fluids that are relatively unfiltered and you think inside a sample of snot or sputum or semen or blood or or spit or anything there's going to be millions of rna dna toxins proteins food particles red blood cells white blood cells so they take that unfiltered snot they put it on a monkey kidney cell which is known as a viro cell culture alongside cytotoxic antibiotics like amphotericin and gentamicin all you have to do is google gentamicin toxic kidneys amphotericin toxic kidneys and you will find a number of articles that explain how they are toxic to kidneys so they put those cytotoxic antibiotics on the kidney cell alongside this unfiltered snot and also put on fetal bovine serum and dolbeco's modified eagle medium or DMEM, which they say are food sources for the cell The cell then breaks down experiences what is called a cytopathic effect so a bit breaks down into a bunch of fragments aka the cell is dying right and they take pictures of the fragments and say that those are viruses Hmm. so it's essentially that they have the difference in the ping pong ball example that i've given is that we know that the ping pong ball is there we see the ping pong Hmm. ball they presuppose that a virus is in the fluids of a sick person then add that fluids that uh, those unfiltered fluids alongside cytotoxic antibiotics and other things to this cell culture, it breaks down, they take pictures of it and say that those are viruses. They have never found the virus present in the fluids of a sick person ever. It has never, ever, ever been done. And that is a shocking statement, but anyone listening or watching this, I want you to go look for yourself. Go read any virus isolation paper. I think you're smart enough to determine whether what I'm mm-hmm. saying is true and to, uh, distinguish for yourself whether, whether the methodology I described is actually what is happening. And it's important because it's a, it's a perfect example of a, an affirming the consequent logical fallacy. You can't say, you know, if, if X exists, then Y. Y, therefore X exists. If you have never shown that X exists and mm-hmm. seen it causing Y right? Mm-hmm. You can't say that if a virus exists, then it causes disease. Disease is present, therefore a virus exists. You've never established that a virus exists. That's an affirming the consequent logical fallacy. Mm. So that's, that's my whole, whole take on that. And if we want to get into, you know, contagion and the appearance or, or two or more people getting sick in the same space, we can discuss that. Um, there, there's a lot, we, we have it ingrained into our mind that it is this one thing. So naturally sure. we have a tendency to only think about it being that one thing when there's a number of other things that it could possibly be. Certainly. And- I
1: think definitely I'd like to, I mean, especially for our listeners too. And just for me, I want to talk, talk more about that. Like the person to person. Cause like you say, that's what everybody who talks about this. I mean, and even me, sometimes I'm like, okay, like I have to remind myself, like if someone's not feeling well, I don't need to not go there. I can still go to their house and go to my sister. Like my sister hasn't been feeling well. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to come over. It's fine. Like I have to, I'm having to retrain my brain and yet I keep being well and yet it keeps being fine. I still do my vitamin and mineral regimen at home. I do the heavy metal detox. I do all the things for me and try to be somewhat mindful of my diet. We won't talk about the chocolate by my bedside (laughs) table.
3: You ever eat who chocolate? HU? Have you ever heard of that brand?
1: No. Oh, Should that, I look that yeah, look yeah, that, up?
3: that up? Yeah, absolutely.
2: Okay, I have to. I have to say though, before we started recording, I just told these guys. I said, "I'm getting a cold. If uh, germ theory is real, you guys are fucked." So,
0: <sighs> feeling good, well, feeling
3: totally good. Here's the thing though, too, like I want to be clear on this. Just because absence of evidence is not evidence of absence. Sure. I will right. say, without question, the foundational evidence of virology is inherently flawed because of yes. the the in, in the. Pseudoscientific measures that they use. And actually, I wanna I say one more thing. Uh, Stefan Lanka, a virologist, is now in phase two of his control experiment. Phase one of his control experiment, which is that he did the exact same so-called isolation experiment that virologists use. He did the exact same experiment several times now, except for he never even presented fluids from a sick host to the culture, meaning oh, wow. that he didn't even put that oh. in the mix Only the antibiotics, Delbetco's modified Eagle medium, fetal bovine serum, same exact conditions, the cell breaks down in the exact same way. Brilliant,
0: brilliant. Oh my God. In
3: (laughs) phase two of what he's doing in his control experiment is he's reconstructing the exact same genome, the viral genome that has been sequenced uh, thousands of times, supposedly. He's doing the exact same genome sequencing process without even having the infectious material present. Beautiful, beautiful. It kind of reminds me about the Tanzanian president, like with the PCR I was just
1: test and like the,
0: the the goat and the apple and everything. It's like, okay, here we go, guys. Yeah. Like,
1: Stefan, who did you What did you say his last Stephen name? Stefan Lanka.
3: And I, I, I want to say one more thing too, because I'm sure people are going to Google Stefan Lanka after this. This is <laughs> this is what's so nefarious about Google. If you look uh-huh. up Stefan Lanka, you will find a number of articles saying virus denier forced to pay 100,000 euros in court. Because okay. a few years ago, Stefan Lanka put out a statement that if anyone can prove that measles, the virus measles, not the, the, the presentation of symptoms, right? We have to distinguish the measles virus exists, he would pay 100,000 euros. And initially, a German court ordered that he pay because a, a scientist presented evidence like, oh, I've, I have it here, it's been proven to exist. He knew exactly what they were getting into uh they were providing another so-called isolation experiment um that that was the same procedure that i just described Mm. and he won his appeal to that case because it had never been proven to exist but what google will show you is that virus (laughs) denier forced to pay in court they leave out the context that he still has his money and he Mm. was never forced to pay
0: wow of course they do amazing amazing no surprise
2: there so So I, I guess I would follow up with, you know, so if, if, if we look at germ theory or terrain theory, all, all differently, what, what is, what is the vaccines in general? What are they doing? What is the coronavirus vaccine or, you know, gene therapy they're giving? What is it doing? I mean, does that tie into like, look at the, the cases, you know, that we see across the world are exploding in so many places that have rolled out this vaccine. What's, what's your, what's your take on that?
3: so i i have a a nuanced perspective because i'm sure you've seen many people in our space say that you know everyone who's received the shot is destined to die that there's going to sure. be mass casualties blah 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 and ADE. there's yeah 88 okay first off ade if if you go back and read the ferret study where they're drawing the conclusion that antibody dependent enhancement or pathogenic priming is a thing if you go back and actually read the study the ferrets died because they killed the ferrets to study their tissue. Oh, what? Oh, shit. No idea about that. pathogenic priming is not a real thing per the available science. I mean, like, think about it. Because the, the theory behind that is that, oh, the, these, the, they received the shot, and then when they were exposed to the so-called wild-type virus, that's when they went into a hyper-autoimmune state. Throw that all out the window. First off, go read the study and you will see. What's it. that That's study again? Free. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm, it's a, I'm it was a explained. study that was done in ferrets that were given a, okay. a coronavirus vaccine. I remember that. Okay. I thought you had yep.
0: a, a name of it or something, but ferret study. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Definitely. Got you.
3: Go read that study for yourself. And yep. it was actually Cowan Kaufman who tipped me off to that point. That, that, wow. that the study, if you go read it for yourself, it's very clear that they did not die when exposed to the so-called wild type virus um were, were the ferrets uh where was their tissue inflamed absolutely like after receiving this poison is the shot uh poison absolutely is there any positive effects from the shot i would argue absolutely not and there's nuance to that because maybe if someone uh, i i believe your your mental capacities and your mental faculties if you believe fundamentally that sure. this shot is to help you then possibly you could create the conditions where it helps you in some way yes. which is but but that that's a whole whole mm-hmm. separate conversation. Yeah, yeah totally. I'm so um, on board
1: with what you're saying, though. That makes total sense.
3: Yeah. And, and it's and on conversely, like I, I don't think that, you know, everyone who received this shot is is going to die. Are again, are the shots purely poison? Absolutely. Without question, um, if you continue to receive boosters, your likelihood of dying are, is much higher without mm-hmm. question. But I, I'm not of this mindset that, you know, this winter, 60,000 people are going to die as a result of antibody-dependent enhancement or pathogenic priming. Um, I, I want to comment on something specifically speaking to the data uh, surrounding the shot. So uh, there's this study that that just came out recently. Um, the title is Increases in COVID-19. Are unrelated to levels of vaccination across 68 countries and 2,947 uh, counties in the United States. And essentially, uh, at the country, the findings of the study, at the country level, there appears to be no discernible relationship between percentage of population fully vaccinated and new COVID-19 cases in the last seven days. In fact, the trend line suggests a marginally positive association such that countries with higher percentage of population fully vaccinated have higher COVID-19 cases per 1 million people, right? So, and, and then it goes into three countries that are the, some of the most vaccinated countries that have exploding case rates, and that's Iceland, Israel, and then there's another one. But, um, but the point is that it is very clear to anyone paying attention that these vaccines are not doing what they uh, allegedly are supposed to do or what the media is saying that they do or the government And then the other thing is, too, they keep we keep on hearing this, uh, this, uh, you know, idea that unvaccinated people are overwhelming the hospitals. That's Mm -hmm. like completely untrue, especially when you understand the context of what they're defining as unvaccinated. They define unvaccinated as someone who has received uh, one dose or who has received both doses, but it hasn't been uh more than 14 days since their second dose and they're also bringing in data uh into that into that uh into everything that they're saying all the way back from january when Mm -hmm. the majority of the population didn't even have vaccines and was coming into the hospital so when you have that understanding you realize that it's complete bs when they say unvaccinated people are overwhelming the hospitals
0: absolutely yeah it's yeah.
3: the whole thing the whole thing is just fraud the whole thing yeah. is
0: fraud you know and it's just it's just insane you know and i'm just in, there's no way they're gonna get away with this there's no way they're gonna get away with this i don't think i mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean i'm there's no way like come on
2: people like they get, away yeah. they get away I, with I'm, everything I i'm, I'm more <laughs> of the understanding that that they probably will that are and i think this brings to me to, to the next point of where i'd like to shift is that um you know i think we have like we're in, invested in freedom cells here you know mm-hmm. we're We're all about like, let's build your own better. Like, fuck their build back better, build your own better. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, and we've tried to do that in our communities and we've tried to to spread that to our listeners. And, um, what I I think the idea of building that parallel society where when their system that's already dead crumbles, Mm -hmm. like here's the more attractive system that people that really are invested and care about what's going on. And I think that's somewhere, um, you know, just health freedom for humanity, um, the way forward, like uh, everything you're doing, is just like, it's just speaking my language. And honestly, to me, it's, um. It has really kept me positive throughout mm-hmm. this thing. I've I've said many times that we're living our best lives throughout mm-hmm. throughout this thing. Right? Absolutely, like, we, like, yeah. So, can you speak to that a little bit and how you see what's going on right now?
3: Yeah, you know, I uh, <laughs> I. I there is a lot of medical freedom uh, or health freedom organizations that are focused on petitioning the government and pleading the government and asking the government to change and contacting their congressmen, their senators and what have you. And maybe in some cases that has its place. And one example of that would be like, if, uh, you know, I could decentralize my life in every way that I could financially, when it comes to food, when it comes to community school system, whatever. But if they throw a 5g tower in my front yard, Uh, because they say that the government has domain over this because the city council voted on that. That's something that I would definitely need to petition the government uh, locally to change. So it has its place, but I would say in general, um, we are, I don't want to say wasting energy. We are allocating too much energy towards that when we need to be focusing on solutions right here and now informing, just like you said, that parallel system or parallel society that exists And I haven't outright said it with health, freedom for humanity, but I've said it in a way, and and that's that health, freedom for humanity, and when it comes to our chapters, and we have 24 state chapters right now that that have popped up, um, they are focused on creating community and establishing connections of people who are united outside of all differences. Um, like united outside of race, religion, socioeconomic background, political affiliation, gender, sexual orientation, or perception on health, just united because we fundamentally believe everyone has a right to choose what is best for their own health without coercion or force. And if society rejects us, okay, we're forming community so we can lay the found foundation to, to form that parallel society. And I think that is the most important thing right now, without question. Like even more than, you know, the discussion on terrain theory, germ theory, obviously it's good to have that foundational understanding, especially because if you understand that viruses as pathogenic disease causing agents have never been shown to exist per the available evidence, then you understand that they cannot continue to perpetrate this fraud on us. You know, maybe society figures out COVID-19 isn't what we're told. and Increasingly, society is figuring that out. But What's to stop them from doing COVID-23, COVID-25, some new mm-hmm. variant, some new bio some new so-called bioweapon? If we don't get to the root right now that they, that, that germ theory is a fraud yeah. and has never been proven to be real, um, and that terrain theory has much more valid, easily verifiable um, you know, results on a, on a day-to-day basis for human beings than we, uh, then, then we're going to keep on playing this game. But the, but the point is that is important. But more important is forming these parallel societies. And what I like to say is decentralizing your life in every way possible. Absolutely. Do you guys have an Oregon chapter by any chance? I think we just got an Oregon chapter. Wow. We do have a Washington state chapter. So I I know you guys aren't in Washington, but we we do for sure have a Washington state chapter. And I'm pretty sure we just had an Oregon chapter sprout up. So. Man, I
0: might have to do some volunteer work. I just uh lost my job as a drug and alcohol counselor because the whole vaccine thing here. Oh, so,
2: my there goodness. you go, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. My, my company sorry, has man. 104 sorry. employees, so we'll be seeing how they <laughs> deal with that when that rolls out. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, then again, I mean, I, I look at this like, you know, if if they take my job, there's going to be that door is going to close and there's going to be a better door that opens. Yeah, right? absolutely. You know, I oh think my. that that's been my experience throughout this whole that's thing. That's been my experience. You
3: know, Yeah. People people are being faced with like, again, I want to validate people very, very tough decisions, like without question, like like, taking a leap of faith. um, People are having to face the the possible situation of, you know, losing their job, losing their income, not being able to provide for their family. But I think for the people who are willing to go there and willing to take that jump, they will find that uh, in, in most cases, there's something better waiting on the other side. And like, I think a lot of people are trying to, you know, cling it like have one foot in the system and one foot out, you know, and it, we're being we're being presented a situation where we are forced to either, you know, I'm fully complying, I'm all in with the system, or I'm out. And that's yep. like, it's it's yeah. doing it intentionally. System is intentionally crashing itself to usher in a new economic system. Yep. Yes. 100%. That's, it. 100%. that's it. They're going to continue yeah. doubling down on this. I mean, we saw what happened in New York State. They were willing to lose um, 70,000 healthcare workers and not bat an eye, even though they were the so called epicenter of the pandemic. And uh, they were willing to lose 70,000. I think the estimates show that that was 16% of their healthcare worker force. They were willing to lose and they're not stopping. And it just shows that, like, no matter what they lose, I mean, even the US military, right? The U.S. Yeah. military has horrible retention rates right now. They're really struggling to get people to join the Army. And despite that, they're willing to lose a giant chunk of their force over this vaccine mandate. And it just shows that the system is w- like willing to crash itself and do whatever it can to usher in this new system. So it's either get with the system or go form new ones. And, it's, and people are having to face that reality right now. Yes. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah, I know one of the guests that we got to have on after I I listened to him on Health Freedom for Humanity, and then I went to a speaker event with him, Kevin Jenkins. Kevin Jenkins, just uh, that on, episode was one of my favorite episodes you guys ever did. I have probably listened to it ten times. Yeah, we got him coming back next week people. too. Dude, but he was yeah, our we, best.
3: He was our best yeah. speaker at our event that yeah. we had two weeks ago in Kansas City. Like he's, I love Kevin so much. Yeah. He yeah. Kevin's amazing. We are such big man. fans. Very. Yeah,
2: again, I was sick when the one time he got, came <laughs> yeah. on our podcast. So we're having him come on again. But uh, but just I, I think that was just one of the turning points for me. Is just you know he's building the the freedom airways. Mm-hmm. You know, and just just that. You can you can look at this as like, oh shit, the world's crashing down on me or you, or this there's an opportunity so to, to build this new world. Yep. Like if, if we if we have a major opportunity and it it's it's not just our chance to to fight against tyranny, which I think in, in some ways it is, but it's like at the other turn it's just let's create this new world and we're gonna be the four, the front the new frontier, you know? Here we fathers are. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. no. but no, we're no. we're gonna do it right and we're gonna set it up for our kids man, and that's what it's all about, man it's all about setting it up for our kids absolutely yeah
0: yeah uh let's see so i have a, I have a few questions here, and this is kind of ties it I'll eventually tie it back to covid but it kind of relates to uh you know your experience with trauma and your experience with healing trauma and I was just kind of curious um I was just kind of ruminating about this earlier today and I was thinking, okay so you, who have come a long ways in your journey, you know, and I feel like we've all come a long ways in our journey, you know, for me, it was like, you know, I already mentioned the drug and alcohol thing, so that's something I overcame, you know what I mean, in, in my life and, you know, uh, in recovery myself for a long time, and it's just like, you know, been a lot of, lot, a lot of healing in there, too, but um, is there something that you, as a more healed person today, would say to that person who is experiencing the trauma in the moment? Is there something that you would say to that person?
3: yeah i would i would let myself know that despite all the projections that were put on you by by your dad and by everyone else you are inherently worthy you are worthy and you don't need to seek validation externally that validation is inside you and that you are fundamentally worthy and i would continue to re- reiterate that point that is like one of the main things is that i felt that i was unworthy because i felt that i was unworthy i seeked validation externally and was always uh, you know, finding my self-worth and, and things outside of myself. And once I began healing my trauma, I remember I had this uh, point of deep in, deep in my childhood trauma healing where I was like, I don't know who the fuck I am. And I broke down crying because I was like always propping myself up as I'm Alec this, the Alec, the West Point Cadet, Alec, the U.S. Army officer, Alec, the basketball player player previously, Alec, the dude that has all the cool stuff um and now and then i had that moment of like i don't know who the fuck i am but mm-hmm. it was beautiful because on the flip side of that i understood fundamentally who i was i was able to create who i truly authentically wanted to be and didn't have to start didn't have to keep self identifying with all these external things anymore so it's it's the worthiness thing i think uh a, a lot of people who are subject to childhood trauma they feel unworthy in many ways and it's it's also understanding that you know despite what my dad did and it was some, it was some fucked up shit. Sorry, excuse my language. It was some very, very fucked up shit. Um, he was doing the best that he knew not who that he knew how as a person who had not healed his trauma. Right. Right. And that he does love me. It's just that he doesn't love himself, which is why he was acting the way that he did. Right. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And so, I feel like thank you, thank you for that. You know, I I feel I feel like at the core, yeah. So much of it is just a a self worth thing, and I think that uh, you know the 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 lack of self worth, and I think we put all these like barriers around that. You know, the 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 sense of humor, just like you know, all these barriers we put to keep people at a distance from getting to that core sense of unworthiness. You know, but uh, I think right now, I feel like as a whole humanity is going through just this massive trauma. It's like a slow motion trauma over and over and over and over very deliberately. And I think maybe to some degree, like you get to choose how much you, you participate in that trauma. You know, like for me, I'm in it all. Like I just dive neck deep into it. I'm okay. I love it. I love it. I love the new, I just love getting the new information and just like blah, 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 being on the cutting edge of that stuff. But also, you know, it's just, it's, it's very demoralizing at times, you know, but at the same time, you know, I feel like humanity as a whole, like just this last week, you know, so many people were forced out of their jobs. You know, this is a very traumatic, challenging, shocking time that maybe not a lot of people are are, are prepared to handle you know and they're, they're finding a lot of things a lot of like inner resources within themselves that maybe they didn't know they had and i feel like there's a there's a lot of good happening like we kind of mentioned but at the same time it is very very traumatic and so along the lines of going back and speaking to that person who is experiencing the trauma what can we say to ourselves while we're living this trauma right now to kind of Reinforce
3: that we're on the right path or what, what, what can we say to ourselves while is, experiencing trauma? This is such a good point, man, because the reason I know that there are so many uh, traumatized children walking around in adult bodies right now is because people are willing to lay down and let people walk all over them. And people don't understand at the like internal foundational level that they are infinite, eternal, and that they are free, fundamentally free by virtue of existing. And that is something that you discover when you do the deep uh, internal trauma work and you understand your internal power. Right. And so many people are allowing government, uh, you know, their, their employer, whoever else to walk all over, over them and force them to comply. And the reality is if people were doing the work to heal their trauma, that would never, ever, ever happen because people would understand their inherent power, the freedom that is inherent to their being. And they would just say no. And they would know that they have the power in the upper hand. And it's just so ironic because if everyone did that, this would all stop immediately mm, yeah. because the system relies on our participation um, yes. to, to a certain extent. And they know that, you know, despite 16% of health, New York healthcare worker force leaving, right. That was a number that they were willing to, to, to let go of. But I would argue that if it was 60%, because I would think that the majority of the people who got the shot and complied did not even want to. Right. No. Mm-hmm. if it was 60 percent um <laughs> it would be a completely different story because the system literally requires us and requires us to bow down and and banks on us not knowing who and what we are so i would i would tell people right now to to understand that you are free that you need to stand as freedom right now and empower other people to do the same yeah. perfect well. perfect yeah yeah i love it Well, let's see here.
0: So, we got a little bit of time left. Alec, I got two more questions for you. All right? Absolutely. All right. So, why, in your estimation, are we here? Oh, man. Why
3: are we here? <laughs> this is what I ask other <laughs> people on the way. The way. I, I thought about doing the same thing. I was thinking about the end of the health freedom for humanity question. So I'm, oh, I'm surprised you did wow. this. Oh, wow. You threw that one on me, huh? Okay. Everybody um, has that same reaction. The, oh, <laughs> this is good. Um, we are ultimately here to experience And specifically in this, like what I would call third density body, like as a human being, we are here to learn, to to practice love and acceptance, like universal love and acceptance and balance that out though. It's not that you become a martyr, right? Like you don't become a martyr and allowing people to step all over you. You practice love and acceptance. You accept what is, but because of the love you have for others and love you have for yourself, you also stand firm in never allowing others to impose their will on another entity, organization, or, or human being. Yes. Um, but that is the purpose of why, why we're here in this lifetime, I think. Beautiful, beautiful. Thanks. you guys want to answer that on your end? No? On
0: <laughs> I, I don't want to. Jeez, Scott. Okay, I'm
3: sorry.
0: know, For me, I think it's just leaving the world in a better place than when you, when you found it. You know, just, just listen, whatever that means, you know, everybody has their own talents and gifts and whatever it is that you do to make the world a better place than it was when you first got, it. I don't know. So That's a good one too. Yeah. 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 All right, Alec, if you had five minutes in front of a microphone that would go out to everybody in the whole world and what, all the, <laughs> oh, all the mainstream news articles, what would be your message?
3: I, I need to just throw up the interchangeable sign that i have and just, like, throw <laughs> yes up exactly. In <laughs> exactly 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 well, we but we
2: could do the other questions too okay yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: oh man yeah you're walking through a door and you swings open yeah. to the new earth uh, that helps anyone um so man if i had a microphone i would tell people this is what i would say without a doubt please stop blindly trusting what other people tell you to believe Mm -hmm. information impressed upon you take on information from all sides but more importantly trust your own observations and experiences and intuition and trust that primarily and then take on information from all sides of the spectrum but filter that through the lens of your own observations experiences and intuition learn to trust yourself learn to discover that the answers lie within you And if your own observations and experiences and intuition lead you to a conclusion that is diametrically opposed to mine, good. Mm. At least you came to your conclusion on your own terms by your own means. And that is the most important thing that's amazing
0: love it man yeah thank you for indulging in that that's great you know i have i've been catching up on your shows too i'm like god i really want to know what he thinks
3: i had what that is. written yeah. i had those answers yeah. written down so i <laughs> <laughs> was
0: everybody asks those so yeah, yeah, yeah of
2: course yeah. 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 oh my gosh right on you guys yeah uh, i know i think it's been wonderful thank yeah. you so much for coming on yeah. um yeah uh can you tell us
3: people yes. where they can
2: come find you i know they sh- probably should all know but uh, but uh <laughs>
3: dude i you would you would be surprised i'm on my eighth account and like Oh, yeah, I can't tell you the number of times I've been on a podcast episode and I tell them where they can find me. And then like a week later, the the host of the episode uh, contacts me and says, hey, uh, my, my <laughs> viewers are saying that they can't find you anymore. I'm like, yeah, I got deleted again. So, yep. Yep. Um, so I think the best place to find me is uh, my Telegram channel. Cool. And that's t.me. Forward slash the way forward and forward Perfect. on that is spelled FWRD. So T, I'll actually just type it in the chat for you guys so you can leave it in the. Uh, gotcha. Thing. It's like your website. So, yeah. Like the URL exactly. of your website. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. T.me forward slash the way forward. And again, forward okay. is spelled FWRD. Cool. We'll That's make sure I'm to get everything. To We'll get everything in the show notes here for
0: everybody, and uh, yeah, man, I really hope that everybody goes and listens to Health Freedom for Free Humanity and The Way Forward. You know, these are sure. wonderful shows, you guys, like, just awesome guests. Like, they're talking about the same things we're talking about. Like, everyone's in this boat together, man, and uh, yeah, really, truly is an honor. I really appreciate the work that you're doing. Like, it just, just it's, it's, it's really an honor to hear.
2: And you. I think for me, to also, maybe I didn't, yeah. uh, that there's a whole world of doctors and people that are like starting this new world, like, mm-hmm. and, and you guys are like evidence of it. So like, for me, it's, it's, you know, you think you're losing something, but there are people all over the place that are, that are coming to these same conclusions. And it's yep. really, it's really hopeful. Yeah. So. Oh, I I just
1: wanted to say that I really I think it's so encouraging and beautiful. And I love how you said that we're here to exemplify love and to and and one of the huge ways we do this. And I think the longer that I stand here personally and do this, I see that a lot of the things that we heal in ourselves, it really does impact us in a physical way. It impacts us spiritually and impacts our emotions and our emotions. Oftentimes, when we're unhealed, we start to deal with the world our emotions instead of through reality there's a lot to it all but i think that as long as we're always striving for love that we're striving for understanding that we're striving to be connected we are elevating and we're helping those around us to do it as well
3: yeah.
0: perfect so, yeah Yay.
3: thank you for absolutely. being here
1: so so much it was such an honor to speak
2: with you tonight
3: definitely all yeah right. thank you for having me yeah. appreciate absolutely. it absolutely no thanks thank Alex. You.
2: have a good night see y'all I mean, I am, I think I'm more of a fan than I was before. Like, and I, I already have listened to tons of his material and love him, but like, just like uh, he's always interviewing other people. Right. So, so to really just hear like his take on everything, man, he's so smart too. Yep dude, he's like, yep. he, I, I've heard a lot of doctors say that on like health for, for humanity. And if they're like, well, Alex, like he, he maybe doesn't have the degree, but he's smarter than he knows more about this than us. You and
1: know? He's, he articulates it like, so yes. beautifully and just so to the point and very, very digestible and easy to understand. And I thought it was fantastic.
0: Yeah. I feel like we could have gone so many different I know, directions. I was like you know? jotting like, down. Like, so I was yeah, like, like yeah, we could yeah, yeah. go for three and a
1: half hours. Yeah, on the we problem. could, we could, so, we could yeah. definitely
0: yeah. want to be mindful of his time. So I know I left out everybody hanging at the edge of their seats. There's so much more like the spiritual stuff. And I know he's, yeah, yeah. you know, just But anyway. Whatever. We'll, we'll have him back. We'll 20 have 20 him
2: back. Days, yeah, definitely. Days. He's definitely hopefully will be a yeah. returning guest someday. Yeah. But yeah, just a big fan. I just I again this is why I listen to his podcast too, is like I feel better after speaking yeah. with him. Yep. I feel yeah. better. I feel more empowered. I feel like um again, we we win by creating a better world. Yeah. you know? And and we're doing it. Yep. I mean, absolutely. Absolutely. absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Should we talk about like uh what do you guys think of the new digs, huh? You're like you're probably watching it, and you're like, are they standing?
1: What's we, going are on standing. we are standing. Well, thank yes. you, Scott, for building the table. Yeah, so Did Megan, you
2: help? Uh, I I watched him. Ed is well, okay, so that's moral kids. support. I kept the kids oh, okay. away from him <laughs> building the table. Well,
0: yeah, Megan's been having back injuries, you guys, as you know, and like she wasn't here last week, and it's just like, yep. and she's like, well, if we can figure out a way to stand while we do it, I'm like. Okay, well, let's just build a table. Let's so, just build a table. Yeah, so let's if you're out there it. and
1: you're listening and yep. you're praying, people, pray for me because, yes, yeah, I do. Yes. I have an extrusion at L5 Ugh. and it's horrible. And, and uh, obviously, I'm sort of struggling with care because of all of the mandates in Oregon and it's getting harder and harder mm. to find good care. Texas. Um, yeah. I'm so, ready.
0: You guys ready? Um, Let's We're go. just
1: working on stuff here, but yeah. So thankfully, okay. I'm back because uh, we have this nice tall table that I. There you can go. Stand behind.
0: There you go. We got the producers got to keep the talent happy. So there you
1: go. <laughs> oh <laughs> come on. I had to, had to do that it said, you know. I will. Throw well, I, no, I I'm just will kidding. just say
2: that I am just so glad that you are here with us. Yes, I'm so, so glad to be same. back. It I really is not missed the same you guys. Same without you, for well, sure. I, we
1: all talked about it, and I was like, well, maybe because I was I was in such a bad way last week, and I just literally was laying down. I was like, eleven days. I could not even get up off my bed really, and so I was thinking, well, maybe I could, you know, zoom in. And hmm. you know, and I was like, you know, guys, it feels kind of extra vulnerable to be laying on my bed while yeah. we do this. So I really appreciate this, and it's good to be back in good yes. company. Oh, I missed you guys. So yeah,
0: we miss yeah. you too. I'm, I, dude, like, I'm just like this last week. I was like, I almost was just like, I'm just gonna go take out a loan and move to Texas. Like, I don't even give a shit. I'll live in a recovery house. Like, I'll find a job. Like, I gotta get the fuck out of here, dude. You know what I mean? I just had one of those moments, and then I'm like, you know what? I can't. Like I gotta we gotta stick together. No matter what, yeah. you guys, like I, I gotta be it. in this room with you guys yes. to do these episodes. We can't like we could theoretically do it over Zoom. But yeah. I don't think so. I, that I don't think so. I don't right. care. Well it's not such a good dynamic, dynamic
1: to have the or three yeah. heads of the, in the monster room, in the same room. In the room. room.
0: Like so I'm like uh, that's it. Nope. I, I had like a breakthrough epiphany today and I'm like, you know, I don't care what shitty job I have to do, even though shout out to, to the folks that I'm working for, you guys are great, love you, you guys are awesome. They yeah. listen to the show, so it's like they, yes. they can't be all yes. of it. They can't be all bad. No, but they've and always You guys been might really be employing me yeah, someday they, soon too, just, just been, so you know. Yeah, probably you guys will save at a table, a standing table, you know. But uh but you know what I mean? Like it's not it's not like the worst thing in the world. Let's get to listen to headphones all day. It's great, you know what I mean? But just like you know if this is my life like this is this, i've lost everything for this damn show so i'm just gonna keep riding
2: it and, uh if yeah. this is if it's this a great is the damn
0: life, show this, this is, is a good damn life
2: man yep. it i is. It's it's love it i love it's it dude
0: great. i love it dude the yeah. people we get to talk to and hang out with yeah. and oh interact with and network with dude and just like the the the, the, the 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 information we're putting out and i hope that some somebody got something from that episode i hope people get something from each one of these episodes you not get something yeah. and i hope that episode. people like you know just 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 take this and and find the motivation, the strength to go out and do other things for people and just this ripple effect spreading And I hope just you
2: like build the new even world. if it
1: means just looking into a few of these things, yeah. there's a few, there's one thing on your own and you share that one little tidbit that one little seed with somebody else because it, it, they will sprout in the right lives
0: yep yep so just it's that's it man that's it this I want to
2: look into that ferret study now yeah I gotta that change, was blowing that changed emu- my whole paradigm me too. On, like what's going on you right, know John
1: right. actually wrote me this morning he's like hey truthzilla he's like have you guys looked into antibody dependent enhancement I'm like oh yeah uh, oh, like yeah. A, a, a bit you know yeah. <laughs> I'm like quite Again, a bit. Though, I
2: have always questioned though and I'm glad I asked him and I'm I still am questioning like yeah. I'm, not, I'm not I want to look determined into it. either way but it does it does feel like um, you know I can argue in like two different s- spheres right yes. now. Mm-hmm. And like, so I'm I'm just not convinced for sure which one is right. I don't know, always think that they have to be separate though. I feel like you can still have, like you can still believe in terrain theory, but there can still be part of this germs theory stuff too. I, I Like know. mold, like mold shit and I've stuff. been reading mold. a lot about well, I mold guess, from I guess... uh,
0: Lauren. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah.
1: And uh, other people, so yeah seems I like know. it's coming up a lot, so I can't keep making notes. Like, I want to look more into, like, these yeah, mold still, and these. I, I
0: still think, yeah, because think just, just, just based on, like, the mold, house. like, like there's just, like, tiny little microscopic things that you can't see that get in your body that make you sick. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, mold mm-hmm. or something, sure. right? Yeah. Sure. So, I think so. there's um, definitely, so there's,
2: mold is definitely one that, like, uh, you know, but, again, I mean, I think that, like, uh, Tom Callen would, would argue that, you know, like, what you're feeling of sickness is just your body excreting those toxins, oh, right? Oh, okay, like, okay. So, And I think oh, that yeah, that's kind of where, what the train theory is kind of based on that, you know, like um, and what the viruses are—that shit, right? That your yeah. body's your body's just removing shit or like getting rid of toxic things, but it's like it's shedding like this uh, DNA overload. particles yep. yeah. or whatnot. So it's that doesn't mean that the virus had anything to do with causing the sickness it was the toxins your right your body so.
1: getting rid of it and that's and i think that's the thing that they i mean we've talked about this over and over but they've demonized it like we can't be sick it's wrong to be sick it's you know and when you consider everything that they've shoved into our bodies and into our mouths and into our environments and everything it's no wonder that we experience these things but i think that it's i mean and we've seen testimony after testimony even in our own lives when we start taking some of these bad things out of our lives that we recover as human sure beings right. that our bodies and our and our systems and even our brains and our our nervous systems and our spirituality we do recover we're not arrested to be sick. We're not arrested to be, um, you know, failing at whatever it is that they have shoved down our throats to make us be, you know, unable to feel like we can be empowered in yeah. health.
2: Yeah. I'm, uh, I just have to, I can't remember the name of the book, so I'll bring it next time, but, uh, I'm reading this book right now. It's called the reading something or other, but it's, uh, it's, Tracing electricity all the way back to when it was created, and they, we knew when electricity was created that, like, it adversely affected people. Right? Maybe, like, in the electricity itself, beyond your five G and all your, uh, you know, waves that are in the air. But we knew just electricity when it when it started that it was causing problems. So this is a book people. about this is a book about Tartaria. Is that what you're saying? No. Oh, no. <laughs> damn. But it's it's on the uh, the RFK uh, oh. uh, reading list. Or oh. Oh. But it's it's really interesting. I, I'm pretty early on, but I'm really, uh, you know. I'm I mean, I think we've, you know, we've talked a lot about like this 5G and just all the waves of 4G and all this other stuff, but like, but that we maybe maybe knew when we first started messing with electricity and they suppressed that information. Yes. And, Mm -hmm. and so I think it it all traces back, you know, and I mean, I think I haven't gotten to the point, but I, I think what I heard, one of the things in the book is supposed to say that like just the flu is a, is a reaction to like the, uh, electricity and in the the radio waves and Mm -hmm. whatnot of its Mm -hmm. time you know that that every time we've created um you know a new technology whether it was the radios or the the televisions there's the new the new thing that was causing this uh electric current to go through the the air like that there were new sicknesses and things that came out right so it's and i'm like Which like makes I said, perfect I'm early sense on, because we're organic human on. beings
1: and yeah. we're intelligent enough to create the technology but that does not mean it's in our best interest. It doesn't Certainly. mean that that's Ooh, how we were yeah. divinely made to interact totally. and to live our lives yeah. and that's a really big part. I think that like humanity in general we think well we can have bigger, better, more. We can have faster. We can have technology. Technology without ever questioning whether or not that actually suits us as beings.
2: Yeah. And, it, and it just follows that same thing that we've seen with just like information being suppressed though. Like they knew this was causing harm mm-hmm. but they suppressed that right. to get the next big thing right and they've just done the, everything we've looked into they've done that that's with, like, like their
0: favorite thing to do yeah it's like <laughs> it's like
2: regulating agencies are only there to like cover make, up shit to yep. make industry money right yes. like yep. to make yep yeah absolutely 100 the, they're there for the predator class they yep. are 100 yeah. percent. right on Woo. all right well thank you guys yeah what a fucking great night yep.
1: amazing amazing everybody thank you so much for sitting into us um and with us what did I say? Into us. Did I say into us? Thank
0: you for sitting into us. Well, I didn't mean it you like that. You can sit that. into
2: me. Oh,
1: God. <laughs> okay. Please go and find Alex Zek, um, co host of The Way Forward and uh, Health Freedom for Humanity. Please yes. go and check him out. He's got fantastic, fantastic stuff. Obviously, we're all huge fans. Until Mm -hmm. next time, everybody, I am Megan, here with my great friends, Scott and Ed, and we wish all of you intellectual prosperity. Good night. (sighs)